passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Episode 158 for the love of the game on the Believe Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. For the latest developments, including odds on the NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, NFL futures, Major League Baseball, you want it, Bet Online has it. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's easy to get started. Just head to the website or you're on your mobile device. Join, use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts with that said, episode 158 for the love of the game. Let's get this one. Welcome back, welcome back, episode 158 for the love of the game, it's yours truly, Aaron Tobin has ATH, back in the studio, back behind the mic, back in New York, I'm here in New York for a couple of days, visiting some family, gonna hopefully be in Israel for the upcoming Jewish holiday, which is awesome, Uh, but yeah, so uh, back in the saddle, and uh, there's a lot going on in New York sports, to be totally honest, it's a little bit of a weird vibe right now, Uh, we're recording on a Wednesday morning, obviously, everybody's aware of what happened in Texas yesterday. It is an unspeakable, unspeakable tragedy. Uh, I mean, this is an elementary school. Uh, it just to have that much hate in your heart to attack an elementary school in in full body armor is just I, I don't even I, I, I honestly can't even comprehend it. We're not going to get into the the political aspects of this. And of course, 
the discourse around this event is that it's just going to dissolve into political debate, which is absolutely terrible and uh, should not be the case, but that's where we are. But I'm a positive vibes only guy. So we are going to stick to sports because that's what I do. That's what you come to this show for. But I, it's just, it's a weird vibe right now. I, I can't even lie. It's a weird vibe right now. But we are going to switch the vibe up. We're going to switch it up because that's what we do. That's what we do. We're going to switch the vibe up because sometimes you just need a distraction. But yeah, it's even this morning. A day after, it's still it's still incredibly, incredibly strange. Okay, so uh, New York baseball. Let's start with the New York Yankees. Uh, the Yankees got a crazy win last night against the Baltimore Orioles, the hapless Baltimore Orioles. The injury bug is starting to hit with the Yankees. Everything was smooth sailing. Then they got a couple of injuries in the bullpen. You got uh, Stanton is a little banged up. DJ LeMay is a little banged up. They had a three-game losing streak, but they really needed last night's game. Uh, they just needed to really tread water for the next two to three weeks, and everything's going to be fine. They'll be fine long-term, but you're just trying to avoid a slide. You're trying to avoid a major slide and keep the positive vibes going. I mean, Araldis Chapman, I know the numbers say he's been awesome, but anybody who's watched this team and watched him knows that he has not been awesome. He makes me nervous. And he's hurt right now. We'll see if he maintains the closer spot. But uh, I think they should honestly move him to middle relief until he figures some things out. The only thing is, is that if the other guys in the bullpen, which has been a strength of this team for the last couple of years, and they've actually been aided by their starters this year. The starters have gone late in games, but they're going to need Chapman. They're going to need Chapman to pitch well. I mean. Hopefully, they can do something with him at the trade deadline, get off of him and trade him for something else. I'm not sure who wants him, but he makes me really nervous. But they're going to need Chapman. So it's not like they're going to just like leave Chapman in for mop-up duty. Uh, they're going to need Chapman uh, going forward if he's still going to be on the team. Garrett Cole sometimes makes me nervous. Nestor Cortez, it's not even debatable right now that he's the best pitcher on the team, which is crazy. Garrett Cole, who's making a lot, a lot of money. Had one of those weird outings against the Orioles, took a loss the other night, but I still like Garrett Cole a lot, but man, it's just, it's it's weird watching him. Like, you, you should be a lot more confident in a guy with his pedigree, with his stats, but yeah, no, but so far, so good. Like, the Yankees have been really good. They've been really good. They're trucking along. I mean, Aaron Judge has been out of this world. For somebody who turned down that monster contract extension to bet on himself, right now the bet's paying off. I still don't think he's going to get seven years from the Yankees, but who knows? We'll see. Just tread water, Yankees. Just tread water. Keep things going. Play, you know, two out of three baseball, and everything will be all right. Long-term, the Yankees will be just, just fine. But I will say that their lineup is a little shallow. It's a little shallow beyond... Rizzo, Judge, Stanton, LeMayu, it, it's just, it's a little shallow, but you can't be too mad about the Yankee season so far. As for the Mets, the Mets have played a few crazy games this year, a few really crazy games. This team has, definitely does not have a glass jaw. They have major resolve. You saw it last night, even though they took a loss. 
Honestly, they just need their two aces back, who happen to be two of the three best starting pitchers in all of baseball. The Mets should be fine. A little bit on, on the NBA playoffs. I mean, this conference finals has been an absolute dud. I, I can't figure the Eastern Conference finals out. I mean, it's just been a dreadful series to watch. There hasn't really been one fun game. Right now, it's 2-2 going back to Miami. I have absolutely no feel for what's going to happen here. I mean, I if I had to guess, I would think the Miami Heat bounce back. Jimmy Butler's been dealing with a knee issue. History has showed that the game after the knee issue, Butler bounces back and the Heat play well. When he plays well, the Heat are really, really tough. So I assume that they're going to win tonight at home. But I don't have a feel for this series. Do not bet on these games on this series. Uh, just we'll see what happens. It's it's an absolute dogfight. But none of the games have been close. And it's just it's just been a bad product. Bad product. As for the Western Conference Finals, it's really nice of Dallas to have gotten a win last night. I mean, they shot really well from three. All their flaws, you know, it's amazing how an NBA team, all their flaws can be masked when a team shoots really well from three, and that's what Dallas did last night. Luka had a really, really big game, but the Warriors are going to win this series. It's inevitable, uh, and they're going to be heading back to the finals again. I mean, just a legacy trip for Steph, Clay, Draymond, and Steve Kerr. I mean, just... Going back a couple of years, I know they made five finals in a row, and they had two appearances, one title before Kevin Durant, then the Kevin Durant era, and now to do this again is just a testament to how great those guys are. I know Luka's great, and I've spoken on this show about Luka's style of play and some of the drawbacks to Lucas' style of play. There were a couple of moments in Game 3 where you watch the way Steph Curry plays, moving without the ball, and that he's a constant threat. And that's why I would take Steph Curry building a team before Luka Doncic. Because Steph just puts more pressure on defenses when he doesn't have the ball. And... He's a more inclusive player than Luka. And I'm not saying Luka's not an inclusive player, but basketball's a rhythm game, right? It's a rhythm game. And if all five guys on the court feel like they're involved in the play where they're not just standing around waiting for catch-and-shoot threes, it's easier to play that way. And again, that Luka's going to figure this out, right? He's too great not to, and he was tremendous last night. I mean, he had 30, 14, and 9. You know, he didn't shoot great, but, like, he had 30, 14, and 9 against a good defensive team. Like, he's 23 years old. He's awesome. Eventually, he's going to figure out the proper balance between use his usage, getting his own, and getting others involved. But you want him to be a little bit more of a threat off the ball. I'm not saying he has to be the level that Steph Curry is because no one is, but... Steph Curry's movement is why he's so incredibly special and so incredibly unique. So an unbelievable stretch in Golden State Warriors history. I mean, unprecedented. And they're going to be going back to the finals. And as it stands right now for a team that you had question marks, major question marks in the second round when they were losing to the Memphis Grizzlies without John Morant. They got waxed by 50 points. I mean, right now they look like the favorites. And, yeah, it, it's weird. It's weird, but, you know, good for the Warriors. 
Steph Curry deserves this. One of the good guys in the NBA, one of the good guys in sports. So, New York Rangers, which we're going to talk about in length with a very special guest, a recurring guest on tonight's show, but a really nice win. 4-1, game four, series is tied 2-2. They really set the tone physically. You had the Truba hit, which was a clean hit because the guy was falling down. And yeah, it started at the end of game three. Carolina was trying to get a little chippy with the Rangers. The Rangers were not going to back down. Igor Shosturkin has been absolutely incredible since his snafu in the Penguin series. He's been awesome, absolutely awesome this series. And now you have to steal one in Carolina. Carolina has not lost at home this entire playoffs. For some reason, I'm weirdly confident in the Rangers being able to do this. Maybe it's because Shesterkin is so incredibly hot and Carolina is going through its own goalie issues in terms of who they should play. Should they play Anderson? Should they play Ranta? But the Rangers have made this a series. They've made this a series. They've played really, really good hockey for the most part in this series. Clean hockey. And just get one in Carolina. It. If they don't come back to win this series, this game one overtime loss is absolutely going to haunt them. It's going to haunt me. It's going to haunt all Ranger fans. But you got to feel good if you're a Ranger fan right now. You got to feel good. With that said, we're going to bring on a recurring guest to talk a little bit more about the Rangers in just a matter of moments. This episode of the For the Love of the Game Show on the Bleep podcast is brought to you by AutoApprove. AutoApprove is an online service that makes vehicle refinancing easier and faster. AutoApprove connects vehicle owners with a network of top credit unions, banks, and finance companies to find the best available interest rates. That helps you handle the paperwork, simplifying the vehicle refinancing process from the beginning to end and putting money back in your wallet. Take your tag light to the next level with more money in your pocket. Not only will you save thousands on your auto loan with working with AutoApprove, but for all listeners that refinance through AutoApprove, they will send you $100 cash to your mailbox. That's right. They'll not only help you lower your monthly payment, but if you use auto-approve promo code slash believe, they'll send you $100 back cash back. To find out how much you can save and claim your $100 cash back again, go to autoapprove.com slash believe. Auto-approve. Save money on your car loan. So I'm bringing on a recurring guest, a very special recurring guest, uh, to talk a little Rangers hockey. It's been an, a really awesome ride uh, recently. This guy is an exceedingly dedicated Ranger fan. His sleep schedule right now is a little off because of he's watching the Rangers. He's overseas in Israel. It's my Uncle Mark. Uncle Mark, what's good, man? How about them Rangers? The Rangers are are one of the joys of my life right now. It's It's been a pretty awesome, eventful ride. So I guess we'll go high level first before we talk about last night's game and, and the series against Carolina. Obviously, we had the crazy roller coaster ride of a series against Pittsburgh, 3-1. What has stood out to you the most How making this ride possible for the New York Rangers? Well, I mean, I think everybody's talking about the 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 guys, the the three young guys, uh, Lafreniere, Hido, uh, Hido, and uh, and Kako. How they've really uh, they've really gelled, and they're they 
seem to have uh, stepped up their games and the playoffs don't think don't seem to be too big for them. In fact, they, they seem to be the guys that are uh, in a lot of ways leading. Uh, I especially like uh, Lafreniere has uh, he's got a real nasty side to him and it's coming out and he's really hitting everything that he sees. And uh, you can tell he just wants to win and, and push it. And um, yeah, I think you see a lot, you know, Zabanajak is just unbelievable player, you know, probably, you know, behind behind obviously McDavid and uh, and Drysel and uh, and Kucherov, but you know he's right there. He could play with anybody. Uh, probably you know really playing well. Kreider's really tough. Uh, you know, a little disappointed with the way the Panarin and and those guys are playing. They uh, I think they need to step up a bit. Uh, but my guess is that Panarin is hurt. Um, defense has been pretty solid. I mean, they've only given up four goals to Carolina, which is right? Four, two, four. No, they've given up uh, six goals to Carolina, which has been pretty impressive the way they, yeah. they knocked them down. And of course, you know, Shesterkin is just, uh, I think he's hitting a stride. He's getting into that groove right now that it's really hard for them to, for them to beat him. And, uh, you know, he could really, you know, carry us for, for a while. I mean, at least in this series, I think he'll, you know, the way he's playing right now, the way he played last night, I mean, he made some incredible saves and, uh, the team, I think, plays a little looser, uh, not always for the better, but uh, they know he's there. And, uh, you know, I think in general, they're just, I love Truba. Truba's playing amazing. He's really leading. And, um, you know, there's nothing but excitement, I think, going on. And there he's still a young team. I don't think any, not too many people outside of wishful thinkers really thought that they would, uh, they would get out of this round. And I think they have they have a chance to get out of this round and then play, you know, then anything can happen with Tampa. So Yeah, outside for outside of that turnover that led to the uh the game tying goal. No, I'm sorry, the game winning goal. Truba has had a nice series uh defensively. Really really nice series. Uh you mentioned the kids line. And uh I mean, it's incredible how much they have carried this team throughout the playoffs. I mean, as as good as Zibanejad has been. He's had a little bit of ups and downs. He's had droughts, right? But when they were in scoring droughts, the kids' line was the line that had all the energy. And it's amazing to me that um, the discourse around Ranger fans, where they talk about Lafreniere, obviously the number one pick, a lot of promise, and how people were so quick to feel a little disappointed in his play and now all of a sudden like it's really reversed like the the discourse is completely reversed you know everybody is is really pleased with him and it, it's good to see i mean the kids you know young kid but he's he's been great look he had 19 goals this year and he didn't play on a set line and he didn't play in the play in, on the power play and uh he was just he fought hard and he did whatever they wanted him to do whichever line he wanted to be on you know, it's amazing. Hopefully they'll stick these three guys together for for a little bit and let them grow. And uh, I think you'll see a lot of promise from them. A lot of good things from them. I think they also have the, they have a nice balance between the veterans and the scrappers and the, and the young guys, you know, uh, I like the additions, you know, Mott and Cop. you know, they give them a little bit of energy. Cop well, has been a godsend uh, since the, the trade deadline. He's been incredible for them. Yeah. Yeah, so is Vetrano and so is Mott. I mean, Mott was playing well before he got hurt, and now he's playing well now. I think he's uh, 
he's like the energies of bunner bunny out there and he just hits people and he just moves and you know he even got an empty net goal which is pretty pretty nice he doesn't have uh the greatest scoring touch but um i you know if they get out of we'll see what happens tomorrow night it's going to be a it's going to be a tough game carolina plays they're almost like a different team when they play at home and uh, we'll see if the rangers can keep them bottled up as the sturkin is on his game it could be uh you know, it doesn't matter what they do. He could just uh, he could just steal a win, and and, it, and I do think if they do win tomorrow night, I think they'll wrap it up at the Garden on Saturday. I, I don't think they're, I think they're in that kind of, uh, they're that good right now. I mean, Stan Fischler, I think thinks they're going to the Cup, so I think I think they think they think they really have a chance. So I want to ask you about Shesterkin. Obviously, Vesna finalist, MVP finalist. An incredible, incredible season. It looked really bleak in uh, for about three games in that Pittsburgh series. Were you one of the uh, the guys who's calling for Gorgiev to uh, to start because he was struggling so bad, or were you? No. Uh, no, I think if you look at those goals that he gave up, there were some bad goals, but there were a lot of deflections. There were a lot of like guys walking in by themselves. I mean, he can't do it alone. And whatever, you know, he had a, he had a couple of off games. He wasn't a, he wasn't, you know, a super duper guy. He was just a regular guy. And uh, I, I look, Gorgia, he, he played well when he went, was in there. Um, he played Held well. Down they, the board. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And they, they could have won the, whatever, the fourth game in Pittsburgh when they came back from three goals, they, they really could have won that goal. And then and they, they, had, you know, that, had, they like, had that power play, that chance on the power play that didn't yeah. result in anything that was rough. Right, right. They could have, they could have, they could have really been in that game. They were in that game and, um, you know, it just didn't work out, but that's uh, the way it is. And I think they came back strong and the Pittsburgh series, I think gave them a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, confidence that they could win and come back from behind. And I think even, these two games, you, you know, you saw they weren't a team that looked like they were pressing at all. They they were a team that just kind of free flowing and uh, and playing their game and moving the puck and uh, and not pressing. And that 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 was good to see. I mean, they should have won the first game. Um, you know, the first game they they just got some bad luck. You know, Kako missed that open net, and that would have been it. Oh. You know, and Kreider missed the open net this you know in the last game, but uh, in in the third game, but. You know they'll be okay. I I, I think tomorrow night they uh, it's going to be a tough game. You know Carolina's going to come out with everything because I think they know if they lose that one it's over. And uh, who knows how they'll play? They may play a little bit more chippy. They may play a little bit uh, more aggressively. You know pushing it on the offense, which they haven't done. Uh, but that generally is not their game, which could open things up for us. You know, and we'll see what happens. Do you think Shesterkin has a chance to go on a run like? Lundqvist went on a run in 2014 where it was stand on your head being basically the best guy in every single series to push them to the cup finals. Well, I think he's doing that right now. I think if you saw I mean, the game last night, I mean, he made some incredible saves, you know, going side to side and, and pucks that should have been in. Um you know, I think this is a better team than 2014 in some ways. I think they have it's a um, deeper team. They have a little bit better. Yeah, they have a little bit more balance, I think, um, if I remember correctly. And if they get to Tampa, 
Um, yeah, Shesterkin could could win it, but uh, so could Vasilevsky. You know, the guy for Tampa, he's incredible, also. And uh, that if, if it does get to that, he has a loss. He has a loss the series before the years. horse. Yeah, I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but you know, if they get to Tampa, it'll be you know we beat Tampa. Uh, I think all the games we played this year, so um, it could be you know Shesterkin could could do it again, but who knows. You know, it's all going to, we'll see tomorrow night. He can come out with a clanker and uh, they lose six, nothing, you know, who knows what's, what's going to come out. I don't think that'll happen because I think they're playing too well, but, but they look like they're playing with a lot of confidence right now and uh, pushing the puck. And as long as they don't take the foot off the metal, uh, push, take the foot off the pedal, which they did a little in the third period. I think they'll be fine. You mentioned Panarin who's had an up and down playoffs to uh to say the least um what are you seeing from him in these games that's a little disappointing um i mean i i think he's just like he's a little loose with the puck right like he's not you know he's just trying to get a little too cute like what are you seeing from him and, and where do you think he can tighten the screws a little bit well, i don't think he shoots enough i think he passes right. too much um and i i i think it's you know playoffs it's a lot tighter especially against carolina because they play this one-on-one game so uh, he doesn't have as much space and he needs really space uh, to create and stuff and to move the puck around. Um, I, I think hopefully he'll break out. I, I have to imagine that he's hurt that he's playing like this. Cause he's like, you know, one of the best players in the league and he just doesn't seem like he's got the, the, uh, the same jets that he had during the season, but we'll see, you know, he could also break out. He made that incredible pass to Zabanajek on the first goal on, uh, on Sunday which was just, you know, a great yeah. skip pass, which was, which was amazing. So, you know, uh, I think uh, their line as Strom, I don't think is playing as well as uh, either. And I don't think they have much, as much ice time, you know, as much ice to play on. So, uh, you know, they're more bottled up and that's what the playoffs are about. And he's a little bit more of a free will player, but I think hopefully, you know, he'll break out and uh, I'm sure they'll shift him around a little bit, maybe more, so more ice time or, nor combinations, so he has a little bit, you know, maybe stretch it out, so he's not playing against the same, uh, the same guys who seem to be uh, to be bottling him up. It's it's just a shooting thing. Like I I don't I don't know why he's so reluctant to shoot. And obviously, you know, he had the game winning goal in Game Seven uh, in the Pittsburgh series, but just just shoot. Like it's just there's too much unselfishness sometimes. Well, I think Adam Fox is the same way. I mean, there are a couple of times that he doesn't, you know, he looks to pass instead of shooting. And I, and I think that they're just, uh, you know, they're just uh, trained that way. The way they've been trained is to uh, find the open man and they got to be a little bit more selfish. So hopefully they'll, hopefully they'll realize that. How nervous are you? Certainly is. How nervous are you about the uh, face-off discrepancy? If there's like a major turn yeah. in the punch ball, it's got to be the face-off discrepancy. That the fact that they lose I mean, two out of every I'm three. Not so, as a, as a fan, I'm not so nervous. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, you know, it's not me. But I, I think they've done so far. You know, I think sometimes when they have to win the draws, they've been winning the draws. You know, obviously they they've had too much time in their own. Too much. Too many faceoffs. I think Cop is is doing well. I think uh, Zabanajak, when he's on the right side, when the the faceoffs on the right side, he does better than the faceoffs on the left side. 
and uh, you know, hopefully they'll get better. Hopefully the uh, uh, Carolina is very strong though. They have uh, Stahl is like one of the best in the league at that. So I, I think it's hard to go against them. I, I really don't fully understand why they're not better at it, but you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those things. It would really be nice if they would win face-offs when they're in the offensive zone, just to give them a little extra uh, possessions and, and extra, you know, chances yeah. to sustain pressure because it, I, I just don't understand how you can't at least, at least be 50, 50, like it's nuts. Well, I mean, one thing is on the power play, they have been winning, you know, they right. have been doing pretty well on that. So I, I think Zabanajak is over 50% now on his face-off. So that's pretty good. Zabanajak in terms of a, a pickup, you know, where does he rank in terms of Rangers acquisitions in the last couple of years? Because, uh, you know, he's had major, major moments. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe he's number two behind behind uh, Messier. I don't I mean, he's got to be up there. I mean, it was a great trade. They gave up, I mean, they gave up a nice player, but he's nowhere near. I mean, I think Zabanajak's top, top 10 player in the league. He's he's when been he's, when, he's, when he's when he's when he's on. I mean, he's really amazing. I mean, he's not he's not Connor McDavid, but he's well. Uh, nobody nobody's Connor McDavid. Yeah. Nobody's Connor. Yeah, McDavid. No. He, that guy. I mean, is, it would be great to see Connor McDavid in the finals. You know, that would just be amazing for him and for hockey to everybody get to see him because he's. I think he's the best player of all time, as far as I can see. I don't think anybody combines the speed and the power and the passing and the shooting and just his you know anticipation he's just amazing yeah he's 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 pretty pretty good you you know what i respect i respect about your sports fandom is that you're not like the old guy yelling at clouds like you always think like the the new guys coming up are are better than like the old guys which is which is surprising given your age demographic well, I still think Larry Bird is better than LeBron James, so I, I'm not really there. I'm, but, I'm with you on but, that, um, by the way. Larry Bird at his peak was better than LeBron's at his yeah. peak, but LeBron just had better longevity. I, I don't think all all players, but you know, I I just I mean, Wayne Gretzky said Connor McDavid is the best player of all time. So if Wayne Gretzky could say that, I think I could say that. It doesn't really mean much coming from me, but oh, he really is just it's it's just amazing to watch him every. I think he's got 27 points in the in the playoffs so far in like 11 games and whatever 11 games or yeah in 11 games I think he's got 27 points it's just it's just not normal hockey but the hockey good thing is that uh, Adam Adam Fox is leaving is leading uh is leading uh Hyman for the uh the Jewish all-time uh, points lead he's got 13 points to 11 to 9 so uh Zach Hyman's got some he's got to catch up to Adam Fox for the all-time leading Jewish point point scorer in uh, NHL playoffs. So that's pretty impressive. So talk to me about Adam Fox, our guy, Adam Fox. Like what have you seen from him this playoffs in terms of just his, his growing as a player? Uh, I think he's tired. I think it's the most games that he's ever played. And I think, uh, I think uh, you could see that. I think uh, he and Lindgren, I think, um, they slacked off a little bit compared to last year, and uh, which was expected because I think they're playing a lot more. Uh, fortunately for the Rangers, I think they have uh, you know Miller and Truba, and and he and Lindgren are you know one A and one A. I mean they're they're just two great pairs of defensemen. 
I mean, Fox is amazing. I mean, he's like the, he's a wizard out there. He's like, uh, what's his name? He's like Panarin. The puck just, you know, goes to the pass that he made last night. Uh, I think on the first goal that he just, he was caught and he just flipped it over to the other side. I mean, amazing. People don't even think about these things. He's such a great skater and he just position. He just puts himself in the right position all the time. He's not a big guy and he just, seems to know how to position himself. He's like the John Stockton, I think, of hockey. I think that's the best comparison that you can make to him. He just is always in the right place. And um, and I think he just puts his his team in the right place to score and, and all those things. I just, you know, it's amazing. A lot was made of last year, uh, towards the end of last year. Obviously, we had the, uh, the incident um, with the Washington Capitals. And... Uh, Oh my God. What's the guy's name? Um, Tom Wilson, Wilson. Tom Wilson in the hit. And it was, there was a lot of talk about that. The Rangers were uh, a very finesse team and a soft team. And then they bring in Ryan Reeves in the off season um, who has instilled that, you know, in them a little bit of a, a toughness. What, what have you seen from Reeves in terms of his impact on this team, especially in this playoffs? Cause he seems like, the uh, besides for just being a fourth line tough guy, he seems like a a guy in the locker room that is that gets everybody jazzed up. Like, how pleased have you been with that acquisition? Because it seems like it's been a really really great fit for them. Well, I think he has been. I think he's given a new dimension to the team. He's he's a decent player, and you know he moves the puck. But look, if Goodrow comes back, he's he's not going to play. Uh, you know he won't he won't play. Um, if Goudreau was, was in the lineup right now, he, he'd be the odd man out. I think, uh, look, last night they said that he added a, a dimension to what was going on. They had him on the ice at the end of the game. He would have killed Domi at the end of the game, but you know, I don't think there's, I, I just think he's, they, they have a good mix. They have a good personalities and they have a good mix. And I think he's just added into that. You know, he seems like. Like a thoughtful guy when you hear him speak. He's not a, you know, he seems like he thinks about what he does. He only had two fights this year. So it's not like he's like dropping the gloves every game. So I think, yeah, I think he's done good. I, I think he's added an element of toughness. I think he's taught them to be a little tougher. Uh, and, you know, bottom line is nobody's going to run the Rangers because they got him on the ice and he can always jump out there. You know, I wish we had Tom Wilson. I mean, I hate the guy, but I wish we had Tom Wilson because he could do it all. He's strong. He's great goal scorer and, uh, and he's dirty as heck. So. So prediction, prediction. What do you see for the rest of the series? You see them getting a W in Carolina. I mean, Carolina, the the difference between them at home and them on the road is is absurd. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I could see it going to seven. Um, you know, if they win tomorrow night, if they win tomorrow night, I think they'll win. Uh, it, it, they'll win in six. Um, you know, depending on what happens tomorrow night, I imagine tomorrow night will be another close tight game and uh you know hopefully we'll we'll sneak it out and then we'll go back and saturday they'll 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 win it and we'll uh go on to you know i think i think the uh series in tampa if we win is in new york uh we we start with the home and um that, that's what i think i think they have a chance i think they i think they have a chance um you know, if I was betting, I would bet that they'd have uh, that their odds are probably better than than Carolina right now, just based on the momentum. But that could change in, you know, one bad game or one lucky break that that Carolina gets. And, uh, you know, 
we could lose two to one in, in overtime again. So we haven't been good in overtime. We had the one, we were one and two in overtime. So yeah, o- overtime has been a little rough for them, but yeah, hopefully they, they steal one in Carolina. I mean, that's what they're going to have to do to, to win the series. You know, let's uh, steal game five, win game six at home and, uh, and take our chances with um, the uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning that have won the last two cups and haven't lost in three years. So that'd be uh, yeah. that would be uh, really really nice. Uh, has any part of you enjoyed um, the Rangers? You know, really like picking on D'Angelo a little bit and uh, giving him the business. No, but I, you know, I mean, without, you know, if they didn't get rid of D'Angelo, Adam Fox doesn't emerge the way he is. So, you know, D'Angelo was, is, a, I think he's a very good player. I think he's a dirty player. I think he's a chippy player, but, you know, he was good on the Rangers. He, he was really quarterback the power play well, but, you know, like I said, you know, it was, uh, it was addition by subtraction, getting rid of him that Fox uh, was able to, to move up and, uh, you know, who knows, who knows, maybe, uh, Maybe Reeves will get him tonight, tomorrow night. You know, he's a dirty okay. cheap player. Well, so. we'll we'll take that trade, uh, D'Angelo for Adam Fox any day of the week. All right. So last yeah. thing before we go, uh, scale of one to ten, your confidence meter going into tomorrow night's game is. I think you know, given what Carolina's done at home, it's probably a six. Okay, uh, but that's that's a know. that's above fifty percent. This is good. Yeah, so hopefully, you know, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully they'll do it. You know, I, 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 uh, I, I think it's going to be a tight game. I think uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a close, tight game, and uh, hopefully Shesterkin uh, is better than Ranta, and uh, we get a couple of opportunities to put the puck in the net. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. This Ranger season has been awesome. Uh, good to see that you're plugged in. Good to speak with you, and um, we'll I talk think, soon. I think the best is. The best is yet to come for the Rangers. I think you're going to see a lot of, hopefully, another, a lot of growth, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see them get stronger. Sustained success from a New York sports team. It would be nice. Be nice once in a while. Yeah. Uh, exactly. One last thing. One one last thing. Any uh, any thoughts on New York baseball right now, or is it too early? Um, I don't. I don't. I can't even. I can't even watch a two minute highlight of baseball. It's so boring. Um, no, I think uh, the Donaldson thing is ridiculous. I think uh, Judge is playing ridiculously well. Uh, Mets look like they have something going. Uh, typical Buck Schultz, the team that just, uh, you know, plays well and uh, will compete. Too many injuries on the Yankees, which is the same thing every year, but what are you going to do? But uh, that's all I know. I don't really follow it that much. It's, it's too all- boring for me. And it's a little too early to really get involved. All right, Uncle Mark, it was good to speak to you, bud. All right, speak to you soon. And, uh, yeah, let's go Rangers. Okay, speak to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Thanks again to my Uncle Mark from calling in from Israel to talk a little Rangers hockey. Exciting time for the New York Rangers right now. Let's take care of business in Game 5 and uh, take it home to the crib and win in Game 6. That would be really, really awesome. That's episode 158. Again, a little bit of levity on a weird day. Take us out. Twist. Hope we can find a better way to shop a peas and I. Hope we find a better way to cop a keys and I. Wish everybody would just stop a freeze. And that's why are we fulfilling these downfalls and these prophecies? You can be wrong if it's you doubting. With the faith of a mustard seed, you can move mountains. And only the Heavenly Father can ease the hurt. Just let it go and keep praying on your knees. And
hopeful for today Take this music and use it Let it take you away it take And be hopeful, hopeful And he'll make a way I know it ain't easy But that's okay Going hopeful Yes I am hopeful for today Take this music and use it Let it take you away And be hopeful, hopeful Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.